You're listening to That Park Live Podcast. From attraction deep dives to resort rundowns to cast member chats, they're here to help you live that park life. Here they are now. Beth and Greg. Joyful, joyful Lord, we adore thee. <laughs> Guys, what are you doing if you're not in the Pat Chat? I'm just saying, you got to get in on it. Welcome back to that Park Live Podcast, everyone. I'm your co-host, Beth, hanging out here with my boy. Greg, and Beth is Greg. talking about a conversation we had in our bonus episode, yeah. and that's all we're going to yeah. say. That's all we're going to say, because you need to be there. You need to be there to know. We had a long Pat Chat today, and we we're very excited about it. Um... I have an announcement to make to kick us off. Oh my gosh. What are you going to name it? Should you get the, should you oh, get the Oh, not that horn- kind of announcement. Nope, not that one. Okay. Can you get the horns ready, please? Thank you. Yes. Horns. Oh, we- I'll, you know, we are officially all <laughs> horned up. <laughs> We're horned up. Um, we are launching a website of merch. <laughs> right on. Okay. So yeah, I've been working on a website uh, for a few months now. Haven't really shared much here, but I've shared a little bit of the Pat Chat. So uh, you can follow along on our Instagram account right now. It is Simplistic Thrills, and that's on Instagram. (laughs) Um, We're going to be launching soon. We will have some That Park Live podcast merch on there, but some other fun Disney slash Universal slash pop culture things as well. We've got some stickers and T-shirts and... I'm really excited about these designs because I have created them myself, myself. Um, and uh, well, most of them, obviously, you know, that Park Life podcast, I've had some help on that one. But for those of you who've been asking for stickers or T-shirts or whatever, we are going to have them over there. And I'm very excited. So, yes, uh, follow along with us. We'll be launching that soon. And again, it's Simplistic Thrills. And of course, it'll include some of our new logo artwork. So Uh, Apple was a little behind in updating it in their podcast library. So hopefully now, as you all hear this, you've got you've got the new logo on your phone. If that's how you Mm -hmm. listen to this on your Apple podcast um, app, all other platforms, I believe, had already switched over. So if you're wondering if you're going to you can get anything with that nice, brand new, Mm. sexy logo on it. Yeah. The answer is um, yes. Some nice and shiny ones, too, coming. Mm. Um, Yeah, because we're moving on up. (laughs) Anyway. What have you got going on, Greg? Well, What's um, been going since on? We're, since we're covering personal announcements, yeah. um, I just would like to share with you all, if you missed it, we um, we did launch the uh, first episode of my side piece project Yay! that is officially available to be listened to, where uh, episode one is me and uh, two friends of mine sharing mm-hmm. some stories, and um, that's at the Quick Escape pod on instagram but we're the quick escape podcast okay that's all from that i do before we hop into our rating ride cues i do want to just uh give a little uh i guess continuation of last week's saga of not making it to fort wilderness Mm -hmm. because we made it to fort wilderness um on our own this past weekend uh we did a little bit of wilderness lodge and fort wilderness we covered both of the wildernesses and uh boy it was dangerous because they have recently put out new merchandise items and oh, yeah. it was bad everyone it's i mean i downhill. posted it it was downhill i posted it to our story so you may have seen it but i got a pair of fort wilderness socks we got a sign which um is double-sided that was yeah. the selling point was that there was the a sign. regular like mickey on the front like just an all seasons mickey and then the back was a christmas one of it so we're like, yeah. ah, because we, we tend to go Christmas season. And I was like, oh, they really saw us coming. Mm-hmm. Got that. Nicole got a mug with. You're like, oh, um, you, you like to be here at Christmas? Bam, we got you covered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was nice. I do. I was going to say, I really like the mug. The mug Ooh. is adorable. 
Chippendale on there. Has she the used mushroom. the mug yet? Uh, I don't think so. So far, it's just been displayed. And then I already forget what the other thing is. You that got a we pin, got, right? Got... Didn't you get a pin? No, I don't know. No. There were definitely four things because we each got two. Like I got, I got the sign and the socks. Oh, socks! And she you got, got socks. You didn't say that. She got the mug and something else. I can't remember now. Uh, oh, and a shirt. Mm. She got a shirt. Okay. And uh, anyway, just top-notch merch over there for for people who care about Fort Wilderness and like that's your thing. That just was really cool. We were excited. And there was more stuff that we didn't get that were, was also cool. It's just we couldn't get everything because you know, mm-hmm. gotta be realistic. This is part two of our rating ride cues of Epcot. And if you missed it, part one was not that long ago. It was a few weeks ago. We talked about some of the attractions at Epcot. And today we'll be talking about most of the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have Test Track, Mission Space, Journey into Imagination with Figment, the Grand Fiesta Tour, and Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Lovely. <laughs> and, of course, uh, to set the mood... I've got a little uh, background music from these places. So, but Greg, uh, let's you just... never use sound clips. <laughs> I know. It's so weird on an audio medium. I feel like it's such been a while. Podcast. It's been a while. Uh, so let's start out with Test Track. And if you've never been, or maybe you haven't been since they've redone it, like when I went to go find some audio for Test Track, I, I don't know why, I still picture the old queue mm. where it had like the test dummies in there where they were like dropping yes. things on it. Like the big yes. hammer would come in and they were testing. So like... That's not at all how it is, well, but still, that's how I picture it. I remember picture. when they first launched Test Track and they would have the dummies like walking around. Do you remember that? Yes. Oh my gosh. I, I think we were, that. it was like one of our middle school trips that we went on and I just remember <laughs> being in the line and like the dummies were walking around and we were like, what? And then obviously once you get in there, you like understand what's going on. Makes but sense. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So right. if it's been a while or if you just want to kind of close your mind, unless you're dri- close your mind, don't close your mind. Please Keep don't your close your eyes, open. especially if you're driving. Yes. Maybe close your eyes. <laughs> Um, here's a little test track. This is after they've updated with that kind of Tron vibe. I was gonna say to it, it sounds like Tron. Like it's yeah. if you played that, I'd be like, oh, that's Tron. Yeah. But it's very interesting because it doesn't really kind of fit test track. But um, yeah, let's let's jump into some pros. What do you what do you want to talk about? Yeah, just as always, I forgot <laughs> to set the table here. So to yeah. set the table, we always talk about these attractions in terms of a one through four star rating system. We'll talk about um, some aspects like the temperature of the line. Does it quote move? Does it feel like it's moving? Are there interactive elements? And of course, our overall pros and cons. Okay, our <laughs> pro or at least my pros mm-hmm. for test track. Um, right off the bat, I would like to mention there's a single rider line, mm-hmm. which not every attraction has it. There are really not a lot of them, actually, in the four Disney parks that have a dedicated single rider line. And, of course, this is like the line with an asterisk with it. So that asterisk is enter at your own risk, basically, because although you may wind up in the same car as another member of your family, if you're deciding to go with family, um, you also might not. So please don't be disappointed. Um, sometimes like with a party of four, you know, they'll put two ride single riders in because each row is three, right? Mm-hmm. So a total of six. So you could wind up someone, you know, could be in front of you, but mm-hmm. it could also be no one that you know in your car. Yep. So I just want to say that, but the single rider line can, can go quickly depending on how things are all working out. Um, however, inside the queue, there's quite a bit to look at. The first thing you'll notice probably as you walk in is a concept car. 
Um, currently, what's there now is the Chevy Marais. I believe is how you pronounce that. M-I-R-A-Y Marais. Looks like Marais. 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 Sure. Sounds um, good. Yeah. And then, of course, there's a little sign next to it that describes the car. So you can read up a little bit on it, what, like, what makes it a cool concept. And, of course, behind that is a big old screen with footage of the car being designed and, of course, being made. So you like have a little bit of entertainment mm-hmm. to watch. And then as you continue walking, there's a bunch of display cases with a bunch of smaller designs, smaller vehicles, I guess you could call them, smaller pieces of equipment that maybe Chevy or the General Motor Company or whatever has been working on. Mm-hmm. Some of them kind of look like the size of remote control cars, um, all yeah. kinds of things. And, of course, little descriptions to go with them. So you got some things to look at, some things to read. There are signs on the wall that talk about different design aspects of cars. So we'll throw out a concept like lines and it'll say designers use lines to define to define proportion, shape, and surface. So like different elements of creating car designs and whatnot. And then a bunch of other displays or signs to look at before you enter enter the design studio, which is of course an interactive element of the queue. At that point, it's kind of like yours. You've the ride has started, but you're not really on the attraction, right? You've got the display, you can create a car. I don't know about you, but I always make a just a whack car. Like yeah, it always, it's ridiculous. just, it shouldn't be illegal to operate. It probably wouldn't be um, usually the super, super weird one. Something like beefed up, but with tiny little wheels and flowers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I My pros are kind of the same thing. Uh, it's mostly inside, right? So mm-hmm. the line queue is mostly inside. Air conditioning is pretty great in there because um, there's not a lot of like, you know, outside light. So you're it's a great place to cool off. Um, and I kind of have the same thing, like single rider line is a plus there. It's very interactive. Like once you're starting to put together your car stuff, the only thing that's kind of annoying about that is people get stuck there and you're like, okay, the door open, like move to the next thing, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But it does like give you something to do. So, uh, to me, those were kind of the main pros there. Cons. Let's move to the cons. Yeah. Um, I, I think this line can move kind of slow. So I think that, um, a lot of times the wait time is like atrocious but um, I'm not sure if you have the, like, what the ride capacity is for the... It's not great, guys. Yeah, I figured it's, it's not probably great. not a great ride capacity because the line moves pretty slow. And honestly, I just don't like this attraction, to be honest. <laughs> um, you know, so it's one of those... I think the line is the line queue is fine, but I'm not really a big fan of the attraction. So, we gotcha. I mean, it's been a while since we've done this. Uh, but yeah, what do you have as far as the ride capacity? First, first list, first item on the list of cons is the capacity. Only one thousand two hundred guests per hour, so twelve hundred wow. guests, which is low. That's low. As a comparison, like a great attraction would be Pirates, which is over three thousand per hour. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. This is slow. Yeah. Um, and that's um, and just think about that. That's, that's twelve hundred guests per hour, including Lightning Lane, right? Right. So the regular queue is is gonna it's gonna move kind of slow. Yeah. And, but I have heard like many times, like do the single rider line, it moves a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you don't get to do a lot of the interactive things like is it kind of skips that. But I mean, to me, I'm like, if you're just wanting to get on the attraction, do that. Yep. But if you're wanting to like cool down and it's the hot, hot summer, like go wait in that line for a little bit. You at least get something at the end of it. You know what I mean? Yep. So uh, what do we have as our overall rating? Oh, I have more cons. Oh, more cons. Okay, great. Another con on my list was that although most of the ride queue is inside, there is quite a bit outside. So Mm -hmm. when it's packed, there are quite a few switchbacks that happen before you get inside, and there is not a lot of protection from the elements. I mean, it's a little bit of an overhead there, so you do have a little bit of shade, but it really depends on where the sun is, but you're fully exposed to the heat and humidity. And because it's an outdoor, uh, because part of the track is outdoors, the ride does tend to close temporarily often. Mm -hmm 
which means if you're in the line, you sometimes are getting stuck in the line. So yeah. although it's not the queue's fault that you're getting stuck there, just know that you might get stuck there uh, because of the outdoor component of the attraction. Yeah. That said, my overall, Greg's overall rating for this attraction was a three because of the amount of stuff to look at on the inside and how you truly are inside for most of it. It's just that first part will get yeah. you all sweaty before they get you inside to cool you down. Yeah. I also gave it a three. Um, wow. I think, yeah, because of the theming, I think they did a really good job back mm. in the day when there wasn't a lot of theming for ride cues. I think they did a really good job of this that they've like upheld over the years. Um, and kind of what you said, I was going to say pro tip. We're in that part of the summer, you know, where pretty much every afternoon is a thunderstorm that rolls mm -hmm. through. So don't do that ride in the afternoon because you yep. will either get stuck in the rain or it's going to shut down. So mm -hmm. I would say if you're going to do that ride, do it early in the morning um, so you can kind of skip all of that. But yeah, I Agreed. gave it a three as far as the line queue. Now, what did you all think? Well, those of you that voted on our Instagram, and by the way, every time we are leading up to a writing, rating a ride queue episode, you'll see that we'll post these attractions in our story on instagram at that park life podcast uh those of podcast. you that voted 44 percent give this attraction cue three stars okay wow so we were in and the, the next highest at 36 percent was two stars mm -hmm. so about 80 percent of you think it's a two or a three star cue so all right like kind of average ish to above average right maybe like a yeah. b grade if we had to give it one Pretty sure Doug said he voted like a one on most of these. Okay, so. <laughs> the eight percent voted one. In case anyone's keeping yeah, track on the other, yeah, the I other twelve. He was, was probably the eight percent. Okay, <laughs> he's uh, not alone. It's actually more people than you yeah. might think. Um, more I think than it's I because expected. a lot of people don't like the attraction. But I'm like, the line queue is not bad. Yeah, in it's comparison not, it's really not to bad. the attraction, so. slow, but not bad. Yeah, that's true. All, All right. right. Our, Next, Next attraction is Mission Space. And if you've never been over there, if it's been a while, this is a little bit of kind of the vibe of Mission Space. Do you feel like you're floating around in space right Maybe. now? Maybe. Have we? Because have we ever actually done that? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to start conspiracy theories, everyone. <laughs> All right, let's kick us off with some pros. What you got? Um, it is entirely inside, which is great. As you approach the queue, you go into that planet. I don't know, is it Mars or Mercury or something? I don't know. I don't. I'm not a planetarian. Let's say, but Mars. it's one of those. <laughs> anyway, um, it's it's all inside, which is great. Um, and even with no wait, you're still going to be walking through that queue and seeing the pre-show and it's going to take about 10 minutes. I feel like the pro here is that you're going to get cooled down, mm -hmm. which I think is important. And, um, I do think there's like quite a bit to look at in here. So this is a themed space. They call it the international space training center, which you know, doesn't really exist, but you're here to, you're here to be trained so that you can, um, uh, get your training mission and mission space. And then in the main section there, where all like the line switchbacks are, there's that huge rotating wheel structure that has the different chambers in it that you probably have seen in movies and stuff. But mm -hmm. in the storyline of the attraction and the International Space Training Center, it's supposed to be the kind of rooms they use for uh, training on simulating gravity and stuff, right? So obviously the loss mm -hmm. of gravity and whatnot. And then 
hanging from the ceiling basically is a lunar rover vehicle which is cool you get to see it like probably much closer than you would if you were anywhere else mm -hmm. and then after you leave that area you go into like that command center style room or sometimes there's a cast member sitting in there and then um like this with all the monitors and the blinking lights and like the big buttons and stuff that, like a, like the command center it just looks i just want to go in there and press all the buttons it's really all i <laughs> all i really want to do and then um on the wall uh, after that is a series of plaques commemorating the firsts of space travel like the first man in space the first man on the moon and then they get a little fictional there's a first family in space and then some other first things I'm like don't really didn't really happen but it just mm -hmm. continues the storyline there well a lot and then more after things that, didn't really happen but well you know <laughs> and then after that you go into the ready rooms where you're going to be split into four so mm -hmm. that is all to say that there, you're, you're as you're moving like you're going into different sections and seeing a bunch of stuff and if space stuff is your thing then i feel like you're going to really enjoy this if space is not your thing all right but maybe it's an opportunity to learn and take the ac and just mm -hmm. i don't know enjoy yourself for a little bit yeah um i mean i kind of had the same things uh the only other thing i had to add there was like it the line i feel like moves pretty quickly for those i, I just don't feel like a lot of people are doing this attraction so there's typically okay. not a long line for it i guess that's okay. how i feel about it now it's been a very long time since i've done this attraction because i'm like i don't want to feel like i need a yarf um <laughs> in the middle of the day but that was the only other thing i feel like i could add to it okay um yeah con wise mm. um I guess I forgot like all the things that were on the walls are because I was like, there's really not much to do to pass the time. There's things to look at, I guess, but you're not really, I don't know, doing much. It's not interactive. It's not you interactive. Are just, you're just yeah. looking. Yeah. And if you don't really like space, it's like boring. <laughs> um, also, this is another attraction I don't like, you know, so I'm kind of like, it is what it is. But that's what I have. What other cons do you have? Um, in terms of the overall capacity, it's slightly better than... Uh, than the test track, it's 1,600 guests per hour, which is, I mean, although that is more than test track, it's still mm -hmm. not a fast-moving queue. Yeah. And if you think about the type of ride it is, they're fitting, you're not you're not the only four people going at once, but, like, the, the rooms are only four people, right? So it's a slow load and unload. Um, that yeah. was really it. That's, like, my main con, because it's entirely inside, but I just it can be a slow-moving queue. Yeah. I will say, though, I was curious... And right now, on a uh, in the evening in the summer, mm. it's a ten minute standby wait. Right now, there you go. So it has definitely lost some popularity over the years. Of course, they did institute the green mission. If you you know mm -hmm. don't want a yarf, yeah, um, they have that option. But it's for you. kind of like I mean, it's not really that woo, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it's kind of turned into more of a, I feel like this attraction has turned more into like, let's go in because we're going to do orange and see who y'all, like see who throws up first, yes. you know? It's kind of like, or if you could do it and not feel sick, then like let's you Let's go play who's going to vom. I mean, kind of. I just don't, I don't really know a lot of people that are making time for that attraction, if, if gotcha. you know what I mean. Okay. So, Fair um, enough. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's not Guardians of the Galaxy, so. It's not. Um, that said, what is your overall Q rating? So because of all the pros that it does have, I did give it a two and a half. <laughs> I gave okay. it a 2.5. Um, um, I'm just like I, not super impressed with it, but. Okay. I gave it a three and I probably would have given it a four, which by the way, I'm apparently alone, um, except that I just don't care about this ride either. And right. I, I don't want you to think that if you like it, there's something wrong. If you love it, awesome, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure I love a bunch of things you don't like. It's just not for me. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, so I, I gave the cue a three because like space isn't really my thing. Um, but I think that if you want to see these things, there's a, there's a lot to look at. So three. Those of you that voted, 
Uh, 46% of you gave it a two-star rating. Okay, yeah. 46. The next highest was 25% with a one-star rating. So Not over, popular. Yeah, 70-ish percent of you think it's either a two or a one star. So mm. the majority were putting this at two or below. So yeah. not a great, according to, I guess, the consensus here, minus Greg's voting of what would have been a four. Um, 6% did say four. Yeah. Uh, but 70% of you all basically think that's not a good cue. Yeah. So keep that in mind. If you if want some AC, um, you know, go for it. But otherwise, because that's the only one that's be. like kind of guaranteed you're pretty much inside. Mm-hmm. Um there's not really a lot going on outside, but there is not. There you go. All right, let's move over to the Imagination Pavilion Imagination. for somehow a controversial ride because it's gone, it's undergone some changes over the years. But we're talking about Journey into Imagination with sounds a little bit like this. a bunch of sounds and, mm-hmm. and whimsy as you're in the queue. And little spark. <laughs> are you a, are you a, a purist on this one, Greg? Or I don't thoughts? have any strong emotions about this ride, yeah. whether it should or shouldn't have more Dreamfinder or We Ruin yeah. Figment. I don't or I don't know. I like it. I just like I just like it for yeah. what it is. It is what it is. Um, well, let's talk about the pros. My pros here is that the line is mostly inside. Um, yes. There are, I think it can overflow outside, mm-hmm. uh, but not by much. So I do think that um, it's nice because it's mostly inside. There is not really a ton to look at. It kind of has a like laugh floor vibe to it where they have the, there's things going on behind these doors. And so you can mm-hmm. kind of pay attention to some of those types of things. Uh, maybe you can speak to more things that are like there in the, in the line queue. But I would say this line moves pretty quickly. Um, I mean, if you hit it at the right time, you're pretty much walking. It's like a walk on. Yep. Um, there's really not usually a long line. I would say, obviously, if it's like raining or if it's super hot and the line can get a little bit long. But other than that, I feel like it's not really that long of a wait. Um, nice, cool AC. You're inside. And um, I like this attraction. So right now, the wait time for a journey into imagination is longer than mission space. It's well, 15 minutes. But go. generally speaking, there's not. Sometimes I've gone on the app and it said 30 minutes or more for journey into imagination. I said, we need to leave. Yeah. If that attraction yeah. has yeah. Well, 30 minutes like, wow, or more, man, even I gotta go. Is long. This day is not but for me. There's so many times, though, that it'll say 15 minutes and it's literally been a walk on too. Yep. So yeah. some of those, I feel like 15 is the new five minute you know what i mean like if they say five minute you're like obviously it's a walk-on but a lot of times i've seen 15 minutes and i'm like i literally just walked into this thing yeah and sometimes it hasn't updated yet right there's you're in that like lull in between Mm -hmm. um on my list of of, uh, pros here i do want to talk about some of the things you're looking at Mm -hmm. because that's usually what i think of first when i think of a line like well what what are you giving me what are you presenting to me while i stand here and wait in your free air conditioning so um there's a bunch of props and easter eggs in this queue that i find interesting Um, formerly known as the Imagination Institute Open House. That's like the storyline of what you're walking into. Mm -hmm. So um, right when you walk in, you'll see Weebo. That's the like yellow flying contraption Mm -hmm. from the movie Flubber with Robin Williams. The um, next is the wall of Imagination Institute Inventor of the Year recipients, which these are like some in references, right? Mm -hmm. So you might not even know what these are. 
Um, one of them is Dr. Wayne Zelensky. Mm-hmm. You may know him from the movie Honey, I Shrunk the Kids or the former attraction Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, which used to play right next door where mm-hmm. the um, Pixar film festival, short film festival is now. It was also Captain EO back in the 80s, right? Um, so that's, of course, Rick Moranis. So Dr. Wayne Zelensky is there for his contribution to science via the shrinking gun. Mm-hmm. And uh, as also there's a photo of Professor Philip Brainerd, who is... Robin Williams' mm-hmm. character from Flubber, Flubber, and of course for his invention of Flubber. <laughs> and then the third Flubber. is Dr. Nigel Channing for Figment. Nigel! storyline. Yes. Also and, known uh, as, of course, what's his name in Casper? <laughs> oh, That's all I think of when I see him is um, whatever his name was in Casper. She's like screaming his think. name. Anyways. Um, but I, I just picture him as the moon face in the attraction. Mm. Like that also haunts me at <laughs> night sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, speaking of, Nig- of Dr. Nigel Channing, as you continue in the queue, there's a bunch of doors like you mentioned. One of them is Dr. Nigel Channing's door, and it gives him a few titles. Under his name, Dr. Nigel Channing, it says Chairman, Principal Scientist, Director of Operations, Head of Laboratories, and Manager of Everything Else. <laughs> so obviously he's got a complex. Mm-hmm. Um, you also get a little glimpse along the way of Figment bouncing around on the signs above. And also on my pros here is the capacity. This is around 2,200 guests per hour. Okay. So now we're talking. Yeah. A a ride that's actually moving people, Mm -hmm. not like the people mover, but like moving people at a decent pace per hour. Think about that. That's a thousand more guests per hour than test track. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a lot of people. And I really like, I like the, um, the ride vehicle. I don't know. It's like comfortable because you're, (laughs) I don't know, like you're, they don't really stuff you in there, but I like that you're yeah. a little bit higher than the person. I think you like sit a little bit higher than the person in front it's of like you. It's like stadium you? seating. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, just like, it's so open. Back. So it's like nice and cool. I don't know. I just, I enjoy that. Yeah. It's, it's that kind of, hard it's cozy seat material. Because when those doors close, you're like, ah, oh, I feel a little bit cozy in here now. Yes. I don't know. I'm weird. Yeah, you're whatever. right. They don't jam multiple parties mm-hmm. in one row for the most part. So like a party of two sometimes sits in the back seat and it's like spacious back mm-hmm. there. So you can like relax. You can really fit like three to four out. people back there. But yeah. Yeah. I enjoy that. For my cons, you're right. There really isn't a lot of line outside, but there is some line outside. And the weird part is like, it's not a lot, but it's long. It kind of spans the side of the building. Yeah. So when the line is out there, you're in direct sunlight. It's mm-hmm. not great. Well, and there's, um, not, there really there's nothing shouldn't. like themed out there. They're basically just like, well, you got to wait outside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sorry. Yeah, it's like when you're at a restaurant and the line is like so far, you know, like mm-hmm. the counter line is so far. You just have to stand outside. That's kind of how it is. Yep. Um, their their open house is full basically, mm-hmm, and you're mm-hmm. just waiting to get waiting to get in. Yeah. Um. So you're you're directly exposed to the elements, which is not great. And um, I would also like to say, there's nothing interactive, so you do have some things to look at. It's not nearly as much as say Mission Space mm-hmm. or or Test Track. There's like it's not not the same at all. And I also want to point out that some of the references on this attraction queue are pretty niche. Chances right. are your kids have no idea where they're looking at. Right. right? They're like, they don't what's know Flubber? who those people are. They probably are. only know it from that attraction, you know, and you're That's like, it. Yeah. a very popular and movie back in the day. There's also a distinct possibility that you listening right now don't know who those characters mm-hmm. are. And that's okay. Um, so for that, it's like, it's tough because I think it's cool because like I grew up and I'm sure yeah. I'm not alone. Like I saw, we loved Honey, I Shrunk the Audience mm-hmm. and the Honey, I Shrunk the whatever. Mm-hmm. Or Honey, I Blew Up the Kid if you saw the sequel. Mm-hmm. Like those are things I grew up on. Obviously, we watched Flubber because it was like a big deal when we came out, when we came out, when it came out when we were young. 
So like I like I like it, but yeah. can recognize that I think there's outdated. a lot of people now who go that don't know yeah. what any of that. Which stuff is a lot is. of people's argument. They're like, well, it's outdated now, and like they should update it. And then some people are like, don't touch it. It's been touched <laughs> enough, you know. Um, yeah. So I think it is it what it to is. Be updated, but I think it does so, need to be updated. I'm like, I don't know. I think we could do something cooler for Figment, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. So at then, this point. my overall rating because of all of that is a two. Okay. For this attraction. I actually gave this one a three. Um, wow. I know. I actually gave this one a little bit, little bit more of a, a more because, I mean, I like the attraction, but also, I don't know. There's There are things to look at, but I like that the, the line's typically quicker. Yep. Um, it's inside. It's usually not along. I mean, like, if the line is outside, we're not going on that attraction. Yep. So I feel like that's my pro tip for you. If the line's outside, don't go wait in don't it. Don't go. It's not worth it. Don't do it. Uh, but otherwise, it is worth it. So I gave it a three. I don't know. I'm curious to see what everybody, what everyone else voted on it. So. Well, our highest at 39%. So for highest mm-hmm. at 39, you know that it's going to be a little bit split here. Uh, 39% gave it a two okay. star rating. All right. And the next highest at 29 was a three star okay. rating. So about 60, what is that? I'm bad at math. 68% or so are giving it two and, and three. So probably more of the in other words, more than half of us are. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably. Like, right? We like it because we get the references. Yes. Everyone else the next is like, highest, what? though. Mm-hmm. The next highest, though, at 23% was one star. Yeah. So yeah. not looking good it is split. Um, split. overall. The, the tough thing is, like, I like it, but I wouldn't recommend it to someone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, like it makes sense for me, but if I just have a fresh family come up to me and they're like, hey, we're, like, kind of on the fence about Journey to Imagination. Is the key, like, is there anything to even look at in the queue? I'd be like, well, yeah, mm-hmm. but do you know these people? No, right. they're like, then just skip it. Yeah. That kind of thing. Agreed. Or don't skip it, but you're just not going to mm-hmm. enjoy it. Okay. Our next attraction is the Grand Fiesta Tour over at the Mexico Pavilion. I don't have any music because there really isn't cue music True. there. There's there's like kind Would of the ambiance. Would that be one of your cons? Is that one of your cons? <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, it is a con, but it's fine. Uh, Actually, it, well, it, it goes into one of my pros here. Okay. Well, then what you got? All right. So pros. One, it's completely inside the AC. It is inside the Mexico Pavilion. Um, so that is a, a plus there. Um, the line usually moves quickly. Like typically you're not standing still. If you're standing still, there's something going on. Um, Mm -hmm. so I like that the line moves quickly. It's typically not a long line. Um, it's one of those like, yeah, if it's rainy or whatever, it's going to be a little bit longer, but it's usually not a long line. Um, and my favorite thing about it, I feel like it's quiet. Like you kind of are just listening to the ambiance of the pavilion, like the restaurant and people walking around the pavilion. But I feel like it's pretty quiet because there's not a ton of like, music there yep so that's something i kind of like about it i was talking to don was like it's actually a quiet he's like well but like like, relaxing yeah he's like but i mean if you're not talking about the whole pavilion i'm like yeah but if you're in the line and you're not really hearing all that stuff like it's quiet then that's part of the the cue Mm -hmm. um so those are like my main pros there okay yeah i mean a lot of what you said too of course you have to talk about how it's fully inside and not only is it fully inside with ac and like kind of relaxing with the sound it's also kind of like dark over in it's that dark. corner, mm-hmm. which I think adds to like your cooling down process, right? Yeah. I feel like cold yeah. and dark just makes me feel the opposite of it being super bright and hot mm-hmm. as it is outside. So I like that. Also, absolutely love the way this whole entire pavilion smells. Mm-hmm. The second you're approaching the doors to walk into the pavilion, it has that distinct smell and you can smell it throughout. So like literally just walking around the queue going. <laughs> being that feels guy. great. People yes. are like, ugh. Ugh, ugh. Um, and even if the queue is full, which 
Oh, I've seen it full before because they actually have some ropes, just like yeah. in Journey into Imagination. They have some some like leftover queue, mm-hmm. some queue extensions on the outside there. And every now and then I've seen it um, full, but that's also when I turn. I'm like, I'm not doing it. But yeah. um, even if it's full, it's it's usually moving. Um, I actually haven't um, been able to find a, a quality uh, source of information for the ride capacity for this particular attraction but it is worth noting here on my list of pros there's no lightning lane for this attraction um so there's nothing slowing it down right mm-hmm. all the guests that are aligned or the guests that are going in the boat so there's you know it, it's it's moving mm-hmm. um quite a bit there so those are my pros yeah for my for my cons i did say that they're pretty like tight and narrow spaces for that queue so it's yep, just it's basically just a small confined area with a lot of switchbacks which is fine but like it's not really exciting it's in like any a way. Shoulder to shoulder, like switchback though. It can be, like you're pretty yeah. much bumping into people if you're moving the wrong way because of how mm-hmm. small that is. How small it is. Yeah. And overall, I just wrote that it's a, a basic no frills queue, right? Yeah. There's no interaction. There's real. There's literally nothing to look at. Um, and maybe it doesn't need any of that. It literally, it's like just they had space by the loading area and they made a line out of it. That's it. It's like I mean, doesn't go any deeper to, than that. So, yeah. I mean, I guess because there's like other things to look at in the pavilion technically, but that's what I had too. So um, I'm going to go ahead and give my overall rating of this. And for me, that was a three. I mean, I'm like, yeah, the, there's not really much going on in there, but I feel like the other things going on that it has going for it um, are ticking all the boxes for me. So I gave it a three. Okay. All right. Um, I came in with a two on this one and this one's even more split. So Mm -hmm. 31% of you all had it as a two star rating. Okay. And then 29% was the next highest at a three-star. So it's basically what you the and I same. said here. Yeah. The majority of um, our voters voted for either a two or a three-star. The next highest, actually, it, it was almost down the middle on all. So like a 21% for one star mm. and 19 for four. So like yeah. really no far and away winner in terms of what the overall rating yeah. is here. But good if you just need to like cool down and you need kind of a couple mm-hmm. minutes of like a more quiet, like I just need to chill for a minute. Um, that's a great cue for that. So yeah. All right. Should we move into our last one here? Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. And it sounds a little like this. Okay, I have a confession on this one. You've never done the ride queue. I have never done the ride queue in America. <laughs> oh, okay. Doug and I have only been on the one in Disneyland Paris. And so I was kind of going off of that one because I'm assuming it's kind of, I'm assuming it's the same-ish. Okay. Um, so you can kind of tell me this, but my pros were that it has amazing theming. The theming is okay. great. You're like in, when you walk in, you're like on the roof, you see like uh, Gusto's like sign or whatever. It's like, it's very immersive, I feel like um also it's inside and air Mm. conditioned so that is also my number one thing there um and then the other thing was just that there are a lot of things to look at because the theming is so great so okay those were kind of the main things i had but i was like uh greg's gonna probably have to take this one as far as what this one looks like because we just haven't done it yet yeah so um there's a, a couple things going on here so as you step into the building, and I have to say it that way because you think you're walking into the building when you first enter line, but you actually are still outside. But once you are actually in the building, um, you're greeted by nice, clean flooring. And I mm, just want to point mm-hmm. out, it looks like a nice like house or restaurant you're walking into. Yeah. 
It's really nice. And the um, the wallpaper in that first couple of rooms has got that red with a bunch of Remy silhouettes in it and other like France related things. And so a bunch of nods to France. the movie that, uh, yeah, a lot of bit of France. Oh, an inside uh, reference to uh, our first episode on You're welcome. the Quick Escape podcast uh, about France. Anyway, um, some some references to the movie there in the wallpaper. And then as you continue moving on, I even pointed out that it has like that paneling. I don't know what it's called, but like the paneling in a room that goes halfway up to like your hip, not hip, like halfway up and the rest is wallpaper. Like mm-hmm. the whole room is just designed. Really, I feel like yeah. it's just so nice in there. Yeah. And it's been open now for three years, right? Something Gosh, like that. Three, that's four crazy. Years. So the fact that it still looks that nice and, and mm-hmm. there's been that many people walking through it, it's, it's a pretty good sign. Um, after that, you step into the outdoor scene like you're talking about. We're on the rooftops looking out at gusto's restaurant it's got the neon sign that is animated mm-hmm. which is nice yes so there's some a couple of sight gags kind of. going on up there i don't want to give them away yeah. but there's some there's some lines of dialogue and some movement and some things yeah. and then you see like the cartoon style like little like chimney pipes and stuff up above like it just looks so cool mm-hmm. and of course it's to appear that you're outdoor that you're outdoors and um there's even that lighting fixture in the middle that would be like kind of like a skylight type of a thing if you were really in the building like yeah it just is really well done like you said and uh after that you walk into i think it's like an art studio of some kind because you see a bunch of art pieces that are in progress and then on the easel is also one but then surprise it's animated so like it's Mm -hmm. kind of moving and changing while you're watching it um, so there's a bunch, there's a bunch to look at and it is really, I just think it's really well themed. It is super immersive. I feel like you really feel like you're in these little alleyways mm-hmm. in the back of a restaurant somewhere in, in France, France and um, or you're, a you're entering a restaurant. Yeah. I just think, I think it's really well done Yeah. Um, overall. A lot of pros there. Um, I mean, my only con was just obviously the, the popularity of it. So the lines can be long because it's popular, but um, mm-hmm. what is the ride capacity? Um, I also couldn't find mm. valuable, uh, I couldn't find verified information on this and mostly because it's still kind of new. I feel like yeah. this hasn't caught up um, to everything yet. So I don't I feel like it's probably know. mid, right? Because there's, I mean, I would say, do we know what Minnie and Minnie, uh, Mickey and Minnie's was? No, also don't it's know. It's probably comparable but, to that just because of the, the types of ride vehicles, but. Yeah, because each rat can fit six guests <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's like four or five or so they going go at one at time but time. while while you're loading on one side the other side's only so like it's pretty quick mm-hmm. um but anyway uh yeah for for cons i i don't get the impression that the the line moves super quick because again this has a lightning lane so there's going to be some percentage of the mm-hmm. um of the the line going to them but um there are quite a few switchbacks outside so by the way, I feel like we've used the word switchback a lot. Yeah. That's like, you know, they use the space and they divide it so you're up walking up and down in one little space. Mm-hmm. So there's there's actually quite a bit outside. There's a little like, courtyard area that's like mm. the overflow for the attraction. But even when you walk underneath like the awning to get to the ride under the standby line, you are actually outside and then go back around gotcha. and then you're outside again. Okay. And then you might be covered and you might not, depending how busy it is, and then you actually go inside. So you think you're getting that sweet relief of the AC, but you're not until you actually are going back inside. And um, it just stinks that some parts aren't even covered. So not only is it at least sometimes right. you get shade, which makes a difference, and then some parts you don't. So yeah. that was just my con. But really not a whole lot of cons for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like more more pros. So my overall rating was a three on this attraction. Okay. I gave this one a four. I, um, oh, yeah. look at you. I mean, I guess 
if you want, if I, you know, consider more of the outside, um, yep. like how long you're in the outside time, I probably would go three, 3.5. But mm. I think theming is so great. Once you're inside with the AC, there's a lot of things to look at. All of that, I'd give it a four. So okay, I think it's a great one. Yeah. As we speak, the attraction has a 60-minute wait. So people out there are probably waiting outside right now. Yeah, that's true. Um, just depends on time of day. So uh, back to the voting. 43% of you who voted gave it a four-star rating. There you go. Look at that. 40% was the next highest with a three-star rating. So this is a more clear depiction of how we feel about this attraction. So yeah. 83% of us gave it either a four or a three-star I mean, anything that's newer rating. nowadays, it's like they know what Probably they're doing. Nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like they're not making a lot of these mistakes like they used to on some of mm -hmm. these other attractions. So I feel like that's why it's like, well, it's a new one. Of course, it's going to be higher, you know? So there you have it. Our, our ratings for five more attractions in Epcot. I got one little itty bitty nuggy. Okay. Itty bitty nug. An itty bitty itty bitty nug. Well, maybe not that itty bitty. It's like medium. Okay. It's mid bitty. So uh, Disney had a, a couple of 100 year celebration mm -hmm. announcements that they put out. Uh, but really, the one that I think is the is the best to know, the most interesting and the most fun to know, is the Mickey and Minnie meet and greet coming to Epcot. Yeah. And Mickey and Minnie will be greeting guests in their 100th uh, celebration outfits. It's like the platinum style mm -hmm. um, outfits you may see them in, in, I don't know, Disneyland. <laughs> so um, we're getting ours here, just not until September. So September yeah. 22nd through December 31st of this year. So just about three months. Mickey and Minnie will be meeting you at the Imagination Pavilion. And this is a part of the 100 celebration that is taking place at Epcot. Mm -hmm. They announced a couple other things, some specialty food items around some of the booths, the booths, booths. for uh, food and wine and some other kind of like small things, the, the Mickey popcorn bucket. But the real yeah. notable item here was the Mickey meet and greet because you really haven't been able, you have not been able to meet Mickey and Minnie yeah. since the character spot pre, um, pre, covid mm -hmm. before they got rid of that building um otherwise there is still a mickey meet and greet he's still meeting outside in the imagination pavilion um if you go into the pixar short film festival right off to the right it's a very strange spot because it's nothing to do with pixar right but there is a mickey meet and greet there um but we get mickey and minnie starting september 22nd all right all right we'll go back in time with some disney history as always brought to you in partnership with the mouselets who have returned home from their globe trotting. I don't know how they come home and then go to work the next day. I'm like, y'all are crazy. Know. I mean, I understand they like take off a lot of time for it to yeah. do those trips, but I'm like, I just, I'd be so dead. <laughs> so my props to them because they are the true heroes here. They are. And of course, for constant Disney content, you can mm -hmm. find them on Instagram and TikTok and all other things at the Mouselets. Okay. Um, what would you like to talk about today? Uh, I'm going to take us all the way back to 1993. Ooh. Because I feel like this deserves to be in this section of our podcast, and that is when the Disney live-action feature Hocus Pocus, starring Matt Bidler, Matt, oh. Matt Bidler, Bette Midler, <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Najimi, 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 and Amr Katz, is released in theaters. I I was wow. like, I don't know why we haven't covered this before, but it's always interesting to me that the movie came out like in the middle of the summer, 
because um, we oh, always yeah. think of it as an October, you know, it was like a Halloween October movie, but it was released yeah. in the middle of the summer. Um, huh. So this week, back in 1993. Holy moly, a yeah. long time ago. What you got? I did, I did not see it in the movie theater. I didn't see it until mm-hmm. I was an adult. Yeah, it I don't think I saw it in the theater either, but I remember seeing it. Mm. I just don't think it was in the theater. But anyway. All right, I'll take us back to 2011. So 12 years ago this week, Cars 2 star Lightning McQueen made his debut in Lights, Motors, Action, Extreme Stunt Show Mm. at Disney's Hollywood Studios for the first time. I will be honest. I truly had no idea Lightning McQueen was a part of the Lights, Motors, Action, Stunt Show. And I've seen that show a bunch. Me too. And I don't think I ever put that together. Had no idea. I wonder if that only ran for a certain amount of time, though. Possibly, but had no idea. Like just as a promo for the movie. Probably. I don't remember that, but anyway. Until they closed it to make that Galaxy's Edge place. Oh, gosh. Which they have to squeegee, by the way. I saw things where they were like, when it rains too much here, they have to squeegee. And I thought to myself, gosh, I would hate that. (laughs) Like, they're literally like pushing rain, pushing water in front of the Millennium Falcon. I was like, God, Mm. that stinks. Like, where were they on the, uh, (laughs) when they were designing all of that, like with the drainage? (laughs) I don't know, but what a fun word. Squeegee? Squeegee. Good for them. Yeah. Um, I've got a quote, of course, as always. Uh, before that, a reminder, if you like what you heard today, if it was your first time, by the way, welcome. Thanks welcome. for joining us. Um, please feel free to like, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. You can head over to iTunes and leave us a review over there. We greatly appreciate it. And of course, a good review helps us stand out in the pretty filled podcast community. Mm-hmm. So we really do uh, truly appreciate it. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at That Park Life Podcast. My personal account is at the Disney Greg. I am at the Real Beth McDonald. Um, other stuff going on on our Instagram and on our website. You can submit a question if you want with the Ask Beth and Greg on our website. You can do the same things or request a magic gram or submit a show topic if you want a little more of this. If you want to hear a little more about Beth and Greg, and it's not really Disney-related stuff. It's usually personal stuff, work Sometimes stuff. Sometimes some tips and tricks and some secrets. Secrets. And, of course, maybe most important, ad-free versions of these episodes. All of that um, is available through our Patreon. Um, our patrons get our bonus episodes, a bunch of other fun content mm-hmm. through Instagram, and some videos yeah, we're and like, stuff. Yeah, we're, like, really fun. And, we're real fun. Yes, there's a Discord <laughs> channel, all there kinds is. of stuff. Mm-hmm over there we have our amazon shopping list as well so if you're wondering what we take to the park with us and uh maybe some things i use when i'm doing my run disney stuff we have all of our shopping lists there with our affiliate links we have to legally say every now and then that they are affiliate links don't know what the repercussion is of that are they gonna come arrest me it's just like if i rip the tag off a mattress or something someone's or if i if i um record an nfl game without written consent are they gonna come arrest me if we don't say it's a if you piss them off enough, yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess so. Anyway, that's all the business stuff there. Okay. Um, I've got a quote, and I figured, you know, why not talk about one of the movies for the attractions we had today? So I'm going to give you a quote from Gusto himself from the movie Rat Tattooey. And um, join me on this ride here because it's a little longer of a quote, but I really think it's a great quote from Gusto. You must be imaginative, strong-hearted. You must try things that may not work, and you must not let anyone define your limits because of where you come from. Your only limit is your soul. What I say is true. Anyone can cook, but only the fearless can be great.
Boom. And with that. Mic drop. And with that. <laughs> I'm going to have to do a shirt that says, and with that. <laughs> yes. And with that, uh, we will see you all next week. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Joyful, joyful.